Warning, this podcast will be talking about movies. We have opinions. Our opinions are right. We are professionals. But if you disagree with us, that's great. We just don't want to hear about it. And if you don't think we're going to cuss, you're a fucking idiot. Also, we're going to get things wrong. We guarantee it. We're trying our best, but who has time for research? Again, we don't want to hear about it. Finally, there will be spoilers. We're going to talk about the movie in depth. You have been warned. Love. TV and a movie. Hey, this is Troy. And I'm Virginia. And we are back, baby. We've had some problems with stuff going on. We've given you some mini-eps. We've burned through our backlog. But we are in it to win it. Is that fair? What is... What? We can't win anything if we're losers. All right. That's fair. But... I always say that's fair. But it is fair. But... Don't make fun of me. I wasn't. Okay. I was impersonating you. Okay, do impersonate me. This is what this is what I'm here. This is maybe this is our new segment. You impersonate me. Okay. Um. Hi guys. I'm uh, Troy, and uh, I'm here to. Uh... That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> you can impersonate me after I do my roast, which we haven't done in a while. No. Because we got our backlog. Virginia. Your hair looks like you washed it when you haven't washed it in two weeks. Is that pretty good? I washed it yesterday. Uh, no. Okay. I don't have a roast ready. We're jumping into this. Next week you can have one for me because you hate me. But I love you, so I can't roast you. But anyway, we've listened to your notes. We've had a few episodes out. We've gotten your feedback. We've made some changes. Like, we're going to keep the intro short? No. Okay. We failed at that so far, but we're not going to do that. We're going to jump into talking about our movie, this movie. What does this movie have in it? Bowling. Bowling. A lot of bowling. We could just stop there. It has... White Russians. White Russians. Lots of white Russians. It's Where is it set? Los Angeles. No. Los Angeles. She's set in Los Angeles. There's a cowboy. There's a tumbleweed. There's kidnapping. There's toes. There's... Mm-mm. Toes. What do you mean? Ew, no. <laughs> You've been on the wrong OnlyFans page. Not that we're shaming. We're not king shaming if you're into toes. Good on you. At least you're not a furry. But... <laughs> But let's dive in. My pick is 1998's That's Your Cue. Oh, well, it was your movie, but The Big Lebowski. Thank you, The Big Lebowski. Trailer time, pa-pow. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude. Your name's Lebowski, Lebowski. Jeff Lebowski, the other Lebowski, the millionaire. I received this ransom note this morning. This is a bummer, man. They want you to take the money and knock his courier. Why, man? What the hell is this? My dirty undies, dude. The whites. Let's take that hell. Why should we settle for 20 grand when we can keep the entire million? I know you're mixed up in all this. Playing one side against the other in bed with everybody. Law them. Huh? 
Fabulous stuff. What? Who's sitting on a million dollars? We want some money. Ah, sitting in the trunk of our car. Where's my damn money? Say, dude, where is your car? Who's got your undies, Walter? Okay, listeners, it's time to drop some truth bombs. Virginia, how long have we been trying to get this movie done? I don't want to say. Well, I'll say it's been one year. But hey, life gets in the way. There's been depression. There's been car repairs. There's been... What else? Work. There's been work. And this movie has proven to be our stumbling block. But we will stumble no more. Correct? Hopefully. Hopefully. We got this. But this movie had everything. It had rugs. It had Russian... Wait, what are those called? White Russians. White Russians. Definitely had white Russians. It had toes. It had... Bowling. Bowling. Lots of bowling. Um, Anything else of note? Naked ladies. Uh, There was. There were. Not as many as you'd think. You think about... You think... Watch this movie and you think... If you talk about this movie, you probably think there's lots of nudity. But there really wasn't. There was like... Three scenes. Like five scenes. Like four scenes. Let's split the difference. five scenes. All right, we'll get into that later. Uh, Set your counters, and you can count the nudity scenes with us. So we'll give you a number when it's time, all right? All right. Well, we'll try. We'll try. I don't know. We're just going to get through this, and we're going to hear about the movie. We watched it really good this time. Is that good English? Really good. The bestest. The bestest time. And we are here to talk about it now. So we start with tumbleweeds. Singing. The desert. Is that all you saw? City streets. The voice of the mysterious stranger. I called him the Western Man. The Western Man's a very good name. And he's here to tell us about the dude. Jeffrey Lebowski. Oh, wait, we forgot the best part. What? I had to make a note because this part irritated the fuck out of me. Okay. The Western dude fucking calls Los Angeles Los Angeles. Bitch the fuck. That's just the whole, that's his mystique. That's his accent. He has kind of a odd vernacular of speaking, as you hear when he talks about other things. I don't that I don't fucking want it. All right, so already you're mad at this movie, and we're like not even three minutes in. But we're going to keep going. They've established that. Early 90s, L.A., Iraq War. What do you know about the Iraq War? Uh, oh, fair enough. Do you know who Saddam Hussein is? Yes. Was? Okay. He was in Iraq, uh-huh. and we had a war, uh-huh. probably for oil, because, hey, USA. Fuck America. Yeah. But, uh, so there's references to that, so you know the time frame, and the mysterious stranger, the western guy, mm-hmm. refers to the dude as a possible hero. After having seen the movie, what do you think? Is the dude a hero? An average hero. An average hero. That's fair. Not like us. Right. Super heroic heroes, but he's a pretty cool hero nonetheless. So we cut to Ralph's, a groceries chain out in, uh, California. And the dude is in his robe, his pajamas. As you do. get along. You two basically have the same tailor. I guess that's not really a tailor. You have the same discount rack at Target. 
Bitch, no one shops at Target. They smell like fucking flip-flops. Everybody I know shops at Target. Well, fuck Target. Okay, so that's fuck saying Los Angeles and fuck Target. Um, Also, you can count the number of things that Virginia says to fuck off about. So, hope you have your clickers ready. Click, 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 click. Anything else you'd like to tell to fuck off? Right now, I think I'm good. Okay, all right. So... He picks up some half and half. Yeah, of course, because he, he's going to buy some. Oh, but he opens it. Yeah. And it's not one of those resealable ones. It's one you have to pop open, like, okay, oldie. Um, and he starts smelling it. Well, you got to make sure it's good. You just assume. It's like grapes. You don't go in a grocery store and say, these grapes are good. No, you got to eat half the, half the bag. No. Right? You just assume. And you check the date. And you assume. All right, that's fair, but I get that the dude, uh, you know, he just wanted to make sure. And um, so, he gets to the checkout counter, and what does he do? He writes a check, again, fucking oldie, for 69 cents. Nice. Nice. So, you know, sometimes you don't have cash. You don't have a credit card. Do you think the dude's the kind of guy that has a credit card? No, but that's just so weird, just... A check for 69 cents. All right. Nice. But that's, you know, it happens. He has his half and half. Why does he have half and half? For his white Russians. For his white Russians or Caucasians, as we heard. I think those are the same thing. But right away, he gets to his apartment. Very nice place. Mm -hmm. I'd live there. Yeah. And what happens? We see this random man of Asian, what seems to be Asian descent. The Chinaman. That's not the proper nomenclature, as we learn. That is a reference later. I am not being racist. Well, I am if I believe it. But you get it. Let's move on. So we just see this random man of Asian descent standing behind him. We're already confused. And then he gets tackled by a completely different man. And they say, where's the money? Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the money? You're going to hear about money a lot. Yeah. You hear references to bunny. Who's Bunny? You hear references to Jackie Treehorn. Bunny says you're good for it. And then they stuff his face in the toilet. Yep. Has that ever happened to you? You seem like a nerd. Did that happen to you in high school? No. No. That's good. But uh, what's the pinnacle of this visit? Oh, 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 oh. The first man we see pees on his carpet. Uh, could you imagine? I would throw up. What do we learn about that rug? It... It's his favorite rug. It, it ties the room together. Thank you. See, I watched it this time. You watched it. Did you? Could you imagine having a rug that is so miraculous that it just makes your apartment glow with energy? That would need a lot. But uh, so we learn that this Sabowski is named the dude. We learn that they think Bunny is his wife, and he's like, "Well, I don't have a wife. The toilet seats up." All right. And then, and the non-Asian person, for lack of a better word, grabs a bowling ball and asks, what is that? And the dude says, well, obviously you're not a golfer. Right. And then what does he do? He drops it on his tile floor and it cracks. Could you imagine? I'd be fucking pissed. And I mean, his security deposit. It's out out the window. It's gone. But, uh. As they leave, the dude says, at least I'm housebroken. Right. 
So, so we go to the titles. We get this glowingly romantic view of bowling. You're going to see that a lot. Mm -hmm. Lots of bowling. Have you ever Have you ever bowled? Yeah, not professionally. No, but I've bowled. But um, were you able to do okay with the bumpers or? Bitch. So you've bowled. You like bowling? Yeah. Is your favorite part the shoes? You see a lot of shoes in this movie too. No. No. You ever work at a bowling alley? That'd be a good job for no. you. Disinfecting shoes all day? Ew. No? All right. So you well, see a ton of professional bowlers. You see the dude soon who you uh, you find out is Donnie and Walter. So you meet Donnie and Walter. And Walter, it's a reoccurring thing. He makes fun of Donnie the entire time. Poor Donnie. And Donnie is so nice. You want to know what I have to say about that? What? Fuck Donnie. That's number four. Fuck Donnie? I'm just quoting oh, Walter. I thought you were being mean to Donnie for a second. Yes, fuck Donnie. Walter says that a lot. So. But yes, you can count that. And Donnie keeps interrupting, and Walter says, you have no frame of reference. You're out of your element. And then this is where we learn that um, Chinaman is not the preferred nomenclature Pretty enlightened for the early 90s, especially when Walter goes off the rails on everything else. That's just a, in case you didn't already fucking know. Yeah, you should know that. But um, they discover there's two Lebowskis, so they're like... named Jeff. Yeah, Jeff Lebowski. I I know at least seven Jeff Lebowskis. Sir, I've never met a Lebowski ever. Well, you gotta hang in my circles, because they're all pretty cool. Well, one of them's not cool. This one. I was about to say I don't want to hang out in any of your circles because you're in all of them. <laughs> Ouch. That hurts. So Walter gets pissed for whatever reason. And he says, well, this rich Lebowski needs to pay the dude back for his rug. So boom. We're at the big Lebowski. The Jeff Lebowski. The non-dude Lebowski. We're at his house. Can I make a little... Eh thing. Yeah. I call Lebowski, like Rich Lebowski is just Lebowski. The dude is the dude. I like that because so. I have different notes there and there. So you've heard it here first. Lebowski equal Big Lebowski, mm -hmm. Wheelchair Lebowski. Mm -hmm. Dude equals our hero Lebowski. Yep. So the dude visits Lebowski's home. And he sees all of his pictures, all of his achievements, and he already finds out that He's handicapped, he's in a wheelchair, and you very soon find out he's a dick. Yeah. Well, first of all, what about his assistant? He's... Uh, okay. I, what a dick licker. He is a dick licker. I was going to look it up. I get confused because... Is it Brad? Is it Brent? Is, is it, it Brett? Brett? I think it's Brent. I don't know. But as we said, we've watched this before. But regardless, just what a toady. What a slime ball. Yeah. So unctuous. Yeah. Do you know what unctuous means? Nope. All those other things. I believe you. So we hear about all of uh, Lebowski's accolades. Little Lebowski Urban Achievers. And I like the little touch of the dude touching every single thing. Yeah, as, like as uh, marking his territory. Fuck you type And watching thing. Brent like crawl out of his skin. Yep. And the dude, once Lebowski comes in... He tries to explain to him, and Lebowski keeps trying. What the fuck? Lebowski keeps cutting him off. I know. 
my assistant told me exactly what you told him. I know, so why are you here? And the dude keeps trying to say, well, I need money for this rug. Mm -hmm. Lebowski is not having it. No. And he says, this is not my fault. I didn't personally pee on your rug. And he gets angry because then the dude brings Bunny into it, who is Lebowski's wife. Mm -hmm. And he, I don't quite remember exactly what he said, but essentially it's just his wife is not his responsibility. Right. Like... Uh she like she's in charge of herself and her money and if she can't do that responsibly then that's not his fault. Yeah, so you know something's going on, but what's the dude's response to that? His response well, is fuck it. Yep. And that sends Lebowski into a into a flurry, a tizzy. He's like you should get that tattooed on your forehead. Hey, that's an idea. Okay. Maybe we should get Fuck it, tattooed on our foreheads. Okay. Should we get it facing out so people can read it, or we should get it in a mirror so that we can read it when we look in the mirror? Well, facing out, duh. People are fucking dumb. Yeah. That's true. I'm not going to argue. I'm not as gracious as I usually am. But some people are dumb in this movie. Some people are smart. Let's keep talking about them, because as they leave, Lebowski's like, the bums will always lose. But the dude pulls a fast one, because he says... He told me to take any rug in the house. Well, this is when he gets up, leaves, yep. and just leaves Lebowski ranting, and then he tells Brad, Brent, Brett, that Lebowski said he can take any rug in the house. He tells that the B word. Speaking of B word, we meet another B name. We meet Bunny. Bunny. And, and this is significant. She's painting her nails green when we see her. Yes. And she starts to flirt with the dude. Was that flirting? Asking him to blow on your toenails? I'm, I gotta Boy, make... a dick could be in your face and you would think it'd be an umbrella. What does that mean? Proceed. Oh, jeez. Um, so, we find out there's a nihilist in the pool. You'll see him later. And what does Bunny say? I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars. Is that a good deal? Yeah. Really? Yeah. A thousand dollars? Sure. All right. That's She's... great. Ses um, sex workers, women, know your price. Don't undersell yourselves. She's, I mean, she's, well, we'll get there later, but she's kind of famous. So. Well, and then she says, Brent, Brad, Brett can't watch, but for a hundred dollars he can. Yeah. So I'm see, here for it. She is making that money. Hustling. Like, she knows what's up. Businesswoman. Yep. Through and through. Hey, guess where we're at again? The bowling alley. Bowling alley. And Walter, we learned a little bit about Walter. What does he bring in? He brings in his ex-wife's dog. Because he has this weird relationship. And I say weird only because it doesn't really seem to be working for him. But he takes care of her and lives in the past while she and her new husband are in Honolulu. Right. So, but, uh... What a weirdo. So they're talking about all these different things they need to do, and then... Over the line! Over the line. Smokey went over the line. And, and Smokey is convinced he didn't, but Walter, he gets pissed. Super pissed. Pulls out a gun. Mm -hmm. Because and he says, we can relate to this, Am I the only one who gives a shit about the rules? 
That's us. It's bullying. It's not that serious. I'm just saying in life. Oh, I guess. In life, we want people to follow the rules. I guess. Or we we won't pull a gun out. No. I, FBI, that is not true. But um, it's a league game. So um, Walter's genuinely like, hey. It's not that serious. Calm down. But and he also Walter... didn't know Smokey was fragile. All right. Well, so that, then they leave and... Well, the... before they leave, the police show up behind him. Well, they're arguing about the gun. And then, yeah, the police show up. Because they probably had said, they probably heard, hey, somebody pulled a gun in a bowling alley. I'm surprised they didn't and get in trouble for the that. the weird thing, right, that, and the weird thing, when he did pull out the gun, the only person that ke- seemed concerned was Lebowski and Smokey. Like, all the bystanders were just like, mm-hmm. eh. Like, shit, if it was 2021, people would be scrambling. This is a fucking cutthroat bowling alley. I mean, they don't mess around. Nope. But, um, so. So then it goes to, we're back at the dude's place. He gets a voice. A voicemail to the dude, and it's the people from the bowling alley suspending Walter because gun, because of the gun. Uh, and during this entire thing, uh, the dude is just making a white Russian. He didn't even get suspended. They were just like, uh, "We're looking into this, and this might hamper." But they keep moving on along in the tournament. Wow. So remember that, folks. If you want to win a tournament, start packing. Because people will fold around you, right? Right. So then uh, the dude's landlord knocks on the door and invites him to his dance routine. Some some weird shit. Well, he wants the dude to take notes because the dude knows everything. The dude will shoot straight with him. I guess. Oh, and by the way, didn't get the rent yet. So stick rent under the door. Do you think that happened? No. I have a feeling. If you have to ride to check for 69 cents, nice. I fucking doubt it. I, yeah, but like the landlord's so nice. It's like, I feel the dude's taking advantage of him, but I don't think the landlord's too upset about it because it's the dude. I guess. So then when he comes back in, there's a voicemail from Brett, Brad, Brent, and he needs the dude's help. And it's not about the rug, to be specific. Not about the rug. So, um, Lebowski's in seclusion and, uh, gives this long speech about like, what makes a man, what can, can you believe a strong man like me can cry? And he said, what makes a man, Mr. Lebowski, repeating what he just said. But then the dude said, the dude, he hates being called Lebowski. Mm-hmm. And Lebowski speaks of Bunny, and uh, he goes on this long rant about how he receives the facts, and then it's a ransom note, and Bunny was taken. But you know, Lebowski has the proper reaction because he says, mind if I do a J? Do you know what a J is? A what? A J, a short for joint, <gasps> as that- in drugs. Oh! <gasps> No. I know, I know. I How disgusting. I should have let you read Urban Dictionary before we watched this, but... What the fuck? I know. You know, early 90s in L.A. Disgusting. Shit drugs got real. are terrible. Remember, kids, don't do drugs. Unless you want to have some fun. But don't. Don't. Don't, don't have fun. You can have a little fun, but... 
So Lebowski needs the dude's help to get Bunny back. And guess where they end back up? They end up at, I'm not looking at my notes, I'm going to say the bowling alley. Wrong. What? JK. (laughs) Oh, you got me. I actually, my heart actually skipped a beat. Like, did I get it wrong? So they zoom in on this one specific bowler. You, he... The Jesus. He's tying his shoe. He has one long acrylic painted nail and it's red. He has rings on all of his fingers. He's wearing purple. Yeah, he's purple. He has a hairnet. And it's Jesus. Your favorite part. He does he makes a strike and then he starts dancing. Oh no, your other favorite part was when he licked the bowling ball before he threw it. How could you forget? Because you were like paused and you were watching that frame for minutes and I was like no, no, Virginia, we have to keep watching, Absolutely. but you're like, but, oh, dreamy. Like, no, no, no. How the fuck? That's disgusting. That's how you get STDs. Through bowling balls? I, th- I knew it was toilet seats, but bowling oh, balls no, too? Just, isn't it all balls in general? Ugh, probably. <laughs> Men, take care of your balls. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, yeah. So then... Donnie, the dude, and Walter are, like, watching him, like, what the fuck? Jesus blows a kiss to Donnie. Mm, Donnie must be Don- his type. Donnie was looking at him a little, like, ooh. I don't think so. Oh, Donnie was looking at him? No, kind Donnie was kind of like, what the fuck? Exactly. He didn't get it. But Donnie doesn't get a lot of things as established. So, Walter begins to call Jesus a sex offender, that he's a pedo, and he had a Pederast. He had to go door to door to explain how he's a sex offender. Disgusting. And he exposed himself to an eight-year-old. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Mm -hmm. So the dude starts talking about how he gets 20 grand Mm -hmm. from Lebowski if he finds Bunny for helping. And Walter's pissed. Well, first of all, out of nowhere, the dude's like, she probably kidnapped herself. Well, yeah. But that's, what a stretch that is. There's no way that could happen. How much attention do you need to do that to yourself? Right. So, and then Walter's pissed that he's getting 20 grand because he, he should be getting more, right? Right. Like, who They the stole his rug. They disrespected him. Yeah. So, then Jesus comes over and he's trying to scare the dude's crew. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, that was just weird. That was awkward. But what I missed um, was... Um, that Walter quotes Lennon and Donnie says, I'm the walrus. Because he thinks Don, Don Lennon, Don Lennon, our favorite Bibble. No, John Lennon from the Beatles. He thinks he's talking about John Lennon. Whereas Walter is talking about V.I. Lennon, the um, Russian dictator. So a little bit of a disconnect there as usual. I guess I missed that part because I... And you don't know music, like old person music. Right. You can barely remember Britney. Britney, bitch. All right, you remember her a little bit. But, uh, yeah, he starts trash-talking everybody. Nobody fucked with the Jesus. What was funny? That's what he said. Yeah, but he was such a fucking tool. Well, he was. Well, he was. (laughs) Why did you say that? It's true. I'm not, like, siding with him. He's garbage. Okay. So then, um, 
The dude, it's back to his place. He's laying on his brand new rug. And he's listening to an old bowling, bowling game playoff. on his Walkman. What a weirdo. But you gotta get you gotta get in the mood, you know? So then you see above him one woman and two males just watching him. And one of the men punches him right right in the uh the mouth. Yes, the jaw. But then apparently because punching someone in the mouth causes them to pass out, he passes out. How many times have you been punched in the mouth? Never. Well, but like you can't pass out by hitting by getting hit in the mouth. You can't guarantee that. You know what? Fuck you. Don't. Oh, she just threatened me. Call 911. You're lucky I'm taking anger management classes. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a TikTok. What is that? <laughs> no, tick, this is a TikTok free zone. I'm sorry. Vines or GTFO. That has I know, been established. No. So, so then, yes, but he goes to Dreamland. And he's flying over Los Angeles. <laughs> There's a giant bowling alley. He's in the gutter. He's in the ball. Then he's passed out. And what does he wake up to? The rug is gone. The beeper's going off. And the rug is gone. R.I.P. rug. I know. I'm sorry. The rug is gone. Did that, you, wonder, you think that new one tied the room together as well as the old one? I don't think so. Absolutely not. But I think he was just happy to have a rug at that point. He was just was, like, fuck Lebowski. All right, that's number five. And it was just kind of... I'm not saying that for me. I was just saying what he was thinking. Oh, all right. So we're back to four. My apologies. And I don't know. I think he was just happy with the small victory of getting a rug. Right. But then the beeper goes off. He has his instructions. One person. Here's the money. Here's the phone. Wasn't that an awesome old school mobile phone? Yeah. It's like a fucking backpack. I know, right? But hey, rich people. You had to carry it like a purse. So then, of course, you have to recruit who, Walter. Who, well, who else? Who else? He's the best person to get. He's his ride or die, but not really. I don't know. It went about as well as you'd expect. So when he picks up Walter, he has a briefcase of his dirty underwear. Ugh. Like... What? So Walter gotta swap something. Walter is get again is not happy with the twenty grand. He wants the one million dollars that he's supposed to give ransom. Right. So the people call the dude on his purse phone, and the dude fucks up the call. He lets it slip that he's with another person. Yep. And so now. Well, they hung up at first, and then yeah. they don't know where to get Bunny. Yep. But then, luckily, they get another call. But, so they know where to go, but Walter's, like, not having it. He wants to change the plan. We're going to beat up one of them to find out where Bunny is. Mm-hmm. But then, the kidnappers say, throw the money off the bridge. And so, Walter's plan is Fun. ruined. Yeah. So, um... Instead, Walter throws the bag out as he's supposed to, but then he rolls out of the car. And his gun goes off. It hits the back of Lebowski, or sorry, the dude's car. That poor car. Wait a second. That was Walter's gun? Yeah. I thought the motorcycle people were shooting at him. Uh Uh-uh. Wow. Because it fell out of his pocket and it started skidding on the ground. But there was all the th 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 th, so I thought it was, that's what a gun sounds like, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> I could have sworn it was All right. Walter's You know gun. what? You're probably right. You know, you can watch a movie a number of times and you so, miss stuff. Mind you, Walter was driving the car and when he rolls out, uh, the dude has to try to take control of it and he ends up crashing. So not only does it get shot at, but it gets crashed. And you the see, motorcycles ride away, so you know what that means. They fucked up. And then they say, Fuck, Fuck it, dude. dude. Let's, Let's go, go bowling. bowling. Of course. What else would you do in that time? So the cell phone's ringing and ringing and ringing. And Walter said, hey, it's going okay. You know, she probably did kill herself. Mm-hmm. Kill herself. Yeek. That's a different movie. She probably kidnapped herself. And the dude is like freaking out. Yeah. But Walter's just unbothered. But there's something more important than that. It's that the league game is Saturday. Absolutely not. Why is that bad? Because Walter celebrates... Shabbat? Shabbat. Shabbat, sorry. So he is he Jewish sells- and that's his day of rest. Yep. He can't he can't pick he can't be in a car. He can't go driving. He can't bowl. He can't pick up the phone unless it's an emergency. Can't use an oven. He can't do shit. So uh yeah, according to him, he's powerless, so they have to ask for another date. Yeah. And then dude's car again. He leaves. He leaves, but where's the car? Oh, it's either stolen or towed. Mind you, during this time, I had to make a note of it. Donnie is wearing a yellow bowling shirt that says Austin. Yeah. Why does it say Austin? I don't know. Maybe there'll be more info about that later. Hmm. That smells like a fun fact. (laughs) Should I get closer to the mic? No. Do you love that? That's, That's some ASMR for you. But um, the dude's like walks home. He calls the police. He reports the car stolen. What was in the car? A brief, the briefcase of what he thought was a million dollars. But he said it was papers. Yeah. Also, the tape deck and the Credence tape. You can't lose that stuff. That's important. Right. And then, and then his rug stolen. His rug is stolen. He had to bring that up. But it was two separate instances. I think the police thought he was kind of crazy. I think so, too. So then, again, his phone is ringing and he gets a voicemail. This is when voicemails, right after they didn't answer, would openly speak up. Those were the days. Is that? I think that is the phrasing. If you didn't answer, they would openly speak up. You know what I mean. We know what you mean. So it's Maud Lebowski, and <gasps> she took the rug. Uh, Lebowski's mom. No? Lebowski's... Great granddaughter. Different Lebowski. Oh, which Lebowski is this? We're talking about the big boy Lebowski. It's his daughter. Oh. So Maud is on the phone. She says she has the rug, so boom. Police. One one crime one crime solved. Thanks to the LAPD. Right. So the dude goes to some art studio mm-hmm. and all of a sudden just some Almost naked female zip lines across the ceiling, flinging paint. Yeah, you know, typical, typical night. Saturday night. Typical well, Saturday night. Well, that can't night. be Saturday because Walter was doing stuff. Walter. But. Oh, that's true. See, you're thinking it couldn't be Saturday night, but so Virginia. Does the word vagina make you uncomfortable? Nope. All right, boom. But you're not a guy. All right. Maybe you should ask me. Does the word vagina make you uncomfortable? No. No. No, I'm good. But, uh, and then she's like, 
has these deep conversations with Lebowski. Are you interested in sex? Coitus, like kind of, kind of trying to learn a lot about um, the dude and um, I don't know, find out the connections here. This is also where we learn about Jackie Treehorn and Carl Hungus, and we learn about Bunny, and we see... That she was in a porn. And what was that porn called? I don't remember. That was log jamming. Oh. See, back... Kids back before the internet. There was these things called VHSs? Yeah, there was like... First of all, it was like Super 8 small film reels and magazines. In a brick. And then it was... In a what? In a brick. Like, so it was a brick with some film reel in it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then there was VHS, and then there was DVD, and then boom, internet. Boom, Netflix. There's no porn on Netflix. Oh. What are you watching? Oh, nothing. I was just saying TV services. Okay. I, if Maybe Netflix, like Netflix XXX at the Netflix end. Netflix and chill. Boom, copyright, ours. Yeah, that's definitely a Netflix and chill. But, um... So, we learn that, that Maud and her father don't get along mm-hmm. at all. Yep. And Maud wants the dude to get the money back from the kidnappers because that money is part of their foundation. Yes. So she's like, look for that money. Bunny's banging Jackie Treehorn. There's all these different layers we're learning about. And... um Maud took the rug back because it has sentimental value to her because it belonged to her mom. But since he was hurt, she wants to send him to a doctor so that he can be checked out thorough. Because he was punched. Yes. Very thorough. So then we cut to this limo driver, and then we have this Volkswagen, and then we have the dude thrown into Lebowski's limo again. It's like... And they're pissed. They are super pissed this time. Because they've been trying to reach him. And when Lebowski says we, he meant it was the royal, royal we because he didn't want to get in trouble. Right. Any more trouble than he already was, apparently. But he, Lebowski and Brent, Brad, Brett knew that they did not receive the money. And uh, the dude's like, hey, no, she kidnapped herself. For money. And uh, that didn't go well. No. So Lebowski gives the dude, well, Brad, Brent, Brett gave the dude... An envelope. And, and what he, was in that envelope? Was it, was it It was a check for $20,000, sure. right? Sure. No. Dun, dun, dun. It was Bunny's toe. And we know that because it was painted green. Ugh. What if you open an envelope and my toe was in there? Would you like... I'd eat that bitch. You'd eat my toe. Yeet. Oh, you'd yeet it. I thought you were like, you'd eat I'd it. And I'm eat. like, that's that tracks. You'd definitely yeet it. And they'd write you and say... We need the ransom money, Lebabski. And you'd be like, I'm good. All right, Dad. So Lebowski threatens to send kidnappers to the dude for the money because he assumes that he still has The it. dude keeps ending up in the middle of all this stuff. And all it was was over a stupid rug. A stupid rug. So now it's in a cafe. Walter and can get you a toe. Yeah. Walter still doesn't believe it's Bunny's toe that she kidnapped herself. And Walter and the dude argue about mm-hmm. this because Walter's like, it was her toe. Or not Walter. The dude was like, it was her toe. <sighs> and then the Walter, or er, the waiter. 
the wait the the wait Walter staff, waiter the Walter waiter who's actually the person behind the diner counter tries to get Walter to calm down because he's going Oof. off he's pissed once again about Vietnam and money always and, Vietnam always oh my goodness he has basic freedoms he can yell and do and say whatever he wants so the dude leaves he's he's over it but the Walter but the Walter but Walter stays to finish and enjoy his coffee. And you know what coffee reminds me of? What? Coffee reminds me of advertising. I don't know why. That was a horrible segue, but it's time for this episode's ad. Are you ready to hear that? I sure am. All right. We'll be right back after this message. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. What was that? I was singing a legit song. Oh. You just made your... children's Saturday morning cartoons. You don't know about that, but we'll be right back after this ad. Virginia. Dad. Did you know we have an actual ad today? Yay us. Somebody actually wrote this and submitted it specifically for this episode. For this episode? For this episode. Wild. Shall we read it? I guess. I guess. No, we love it. <laughs> we love it. <clears throat> ad, ad voice. <clears throat> <clears throat> Today's episode is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. What happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? Take him to In-N-Out. Worried you're out of your element? There's nothing to be afraid of, Donnie. These meals are from cow herds. Additional funding provided by Ralph's. Go ahead, sniff our creamer. This aggression will not stand, but our savings do. In the parlance of our times, further funding by Zest Soap and Enterprise Rent-A-Car. This message has been brought to you by the Ingstrom Foundation. Hey folks, buy all those things. You will not regret it. Do it. Speaking of not regretting, let's not regret taking a bath like the dude does. Ooh, that was a good segue. Give me points for that. Uh, uh, and he's smoking marijuana again. Again? Just close your eyes during these parts. A horrible so, role model. The phone is ringing. And it's the police. Because, again, the voice machine. <laughs> the voice machine. The I answer, am the voice machine. The answering machine talks for itself. I am the voice machine. I am talking for myself. Your car has been located. Yes. And his home at that same point gets broken into. Why? Who did we meet this time? I didn't know what else to call them. I called them the German folks. They are the nihilists. The ones who think all is nothingness. So they smash the dude's items and they have a ferret. Some random... Isn't that a marmot? It was a ferret. Okay. So they throw the ferret into the tub with the dude. And they want the money. What will happen if they don't get the money? They will threaten, or they won't, they will, won't, they will have, did, threaten. Jeez. That was the best, before you complete the sentence, I'd say that was the best work you've done on the podcast so far. (laughs) Brilliant. Anyway, please continue. They threaten to cut off his Johnson. What is that? His dick. <gasps> oh, my God. So, the 
Annihilus, the German men leave, and they break more stuff along the way. How rude. Poor dude. I would feel horrible if someone just kept going into my place and, like, destroying things. Yeah. What would happen to all my action figures and And my... T-shirts. My T-shirts. Well, they could hit a hammer on T-shirts and... And your okay. Three Stooges bobbleheads. What about my Three Stooges bobbleheads? No, the only present, I mean, the best present you've ever gotten me. I got you bagel seasoning. You did get me bagel seasoning. You're right. You are the best daughter. Thanks. The dude goes to the police station and he picks up his car. But guess what? No briefcase. Oh, my goodness. The driver's side door's broken. Oh, my goodness. Tape deck's safe. So that's a little bit of a victory. Thank Thank God that tape is still there. But the most damning evidence... Yes. Well, not evidence, I guess. No. The police, thankfully, have four more guys at the station looking for that briefcase. Thank goodness the LAPD has something going good. That cop, he's amazing. And you also neglected to mention that someone went into the bathroom in the car. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. So that's why he was talking about the smell. So that's like the fucking trifecta right there. Don't own a car. I lied. They really weren't looking for it in case you couldn't. What? What? In case you couldn't pick up my sarcasm. Oh, my God. So guess where they're at again. Uh, They're at the Hollywood sign. The bowling alley, Dad. The bowling alley. The- let me point out before we get too in-depth that Donnie is drinking an orange slice. And you know I love my retro things. Anyway, go ahead. So the dude is pissed because, it, because he could have just had a peed rug. He could have. And for some reason, Walter knows all about like the ferret bylaws and how legal or illegal it is to have a ferret roaming around a neighborhood. <laughs> and he's also worried about his Johnson. Duh. His dick being cut off. But then the dude's like, to Walter, says, fuck the tournament and fuck you. And Walter goes ballistic. He's like, well, gotta go bowling. He's ballistic about one thing, and that is fuck the tournament. He doesn't care about himself. He's mad that that um, the dude, how dare he malign this all-important tournament. So now, so Donnie and Walter walk away, and Western yeah. music starts playing. And guess who shows up? Uh, the Western guy? The Western man. My apologies, the Western man. So, and he just, I don't even know what he talked about. It just rambles on He talked on. about sometimes you eat the bar, sometimes the bar eats you. The mystery Western man is just kind of this mysterious... Helpful, non-helpful. He's just kind of there to like, kind of like a... Segway. A segue. Um, what's I'm looking for? An oracle? That's the wrong word. But he's just kind of here like an overarching god of the situation. Because yep. we find out he knows all these things. And he's just kind of there saying, hey, it's the dude. And... Uh, so then... Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Go ahead. So then there's a call for the dude. Yes. And it's Maud. Yes. How did she know she, he was at the bowling alley? Where else would he be? Home. He's at the bowling alley. Okay. She could maybe called home first, but that's number two. So then he goes to Maud's place, and then there's some weirdo friend. The laughing man, I called him. They give his name, but it wasn't worth me writing down. But he's like a video artist. What do you think a video artist is? <laughs> you know what? In this movie, that very well could be. 
I don't know. He oh, was... by the way, we lost count. Uh, mod painting that was nudity scene number one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. sorry well, about that. Well, not only her nude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scene number one. So that's yeah. one. That's four fucks for Virginia and one nudity. So continue. So. Maud still doesn't believe that Bunny was kidnapped, Mm-mm. even though the dude tries to convince her that mm-hmm. she has been because of the toe. But so much laughing. Yeah, he just keeps laughing. This, and then she starts laughing. It's and everybody's well, having that's fun. That's when a friend calls him, and then they're both on the line, and they're both laughing. Like that's fucking. That sounded weird. fun. I wish we could hang with people like that. Fucking weird. But you see the dude going through some. Albums and call back, dad. Fuck you. And um, he picks up this album with a techno group on it, Autobahn. And isn't aren't those the Annihilists? Those are the Annihilists. What the fuck? How did they become techno a techno group to fucking Annihilists? Well, that makes sense. I mean, Daft Punk, they uh were serial killers before they started creating music, so you know, it tracks. So then. She keeps bringing up the doctor that he needs to go. So he goes. Finally. And by the way, shout out to the doctor who's the taxi driver on How I Met Your Mother. Callback. Bad callback. But the doctor says, take your shorts down. So I guess that's thorough. Because he's like, I got hit in the mouth. He's like, well, it doesn't matter. And then we cut to Creedence. Dude's driving, he's got a joint in one hand, a beer in the other. Oh, living the fucking dream, man. He's jamming, and he sees that he's being followed once again by this blue Volkswagen. That Volkswagen's back, and it's so distracting. Well, especially when he drops the joint in his lap. Well, he tries to flick it out the window. Isn't the window closed? Yes. What a fucking idiot. The window was closed. Hey, you know, that's what happens when you do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids, or so you will burn your car. he flips it out the window, car. but it comes back in between his legs, and he freaks out. And guess what happens? Uh, he crashes. That poor car. He crashes for a second time. And then the Volkswagen's gone. Yeah, he looks That's how you him. say it, right? Volkswagen. Vol- the, Volkswagen. the Volkswagen's gone. You're so confusing. The Volkswagen is gone once again. And when he's in the back of... Er, Almost in the back? I don't know. I thought the homework assignment was in the back. But he finds this homework assignment wedged in between the seats. And he believes it's the person who stole his car. It was a D paper on Louisiana Purchase written by Larry Sellers. Cut to... The interpretive dance that we've all been waiting for. Oh. You know, you just when you think a movie's not going to promise what they're building towards, they do it. Amazing dance. So... <laughs> what? So, Amazing. So for some reason, Donnie's there, but the dude's there and Walter comes in and he finds the guy who is the homework assignment belongs to. Yes. And he lives right next to an In-N-Out Burger. Around. He lives around an In-N-Out Burger. Why that was important, I Have don't you know. had In-N-Out Burger? No, I've if never. If you had it, you would understand how important that is. I've never is. been uh, west. Well, let's go right now. We'll come back. No. Um, so they're, um, determined they want to get that million back and interrogate the kid. So later, oh, well, it might've been night, but they drive to the kid's home, assuming that same day and right outside of their house, they see a brand new red car. So they're like, aha, we got him. 
Meanwhile, we learn that Larry's dad is Arthur Digby Sellers, who wrote 156 episodes of the TV show Branded. Do you know about the TV show Branded? No. This wasn't my jam because I wasn't big into dramas. I was more of a comedy. But Branded is the story of a soldier who, um, geez, I don't know. I, I can't even remember, and I'm not going to look it up, but... Um, something happened where I believe the rest of his troop died and he didn't. So he was, um, accused of having ran away, but it was complicated, but they stripped him. So he was branded as being a coward, but he wasn't really a coward. But then he went around and solved different scenarios and situations. Maybe that's totally wrong, but that's what I remember. Watch it. Don't watch it. I don't care. So... They walk into the home, like they're greeted in, they walk in and they see, uh, I forget the name you just said, but he's in a metal lung. Arthur Digby Sellers is in an iron lung and Walter is going bananas. He's like so excited. Like he's talking to him. Yeah. Like, well, he could probably cool. hear. You're not in a coma when cool. you're in an iron lung. Oh, I was just about to say, if you are in an iron lung, it just helps you, you breathe. Not to, or not, 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 not allowed to speak. But I thought for some reason you were unconscious. It just depends on the person. He might be. He wasn't speaking. He seemed like he was. Yeah. He wasn't moving. So the kid comes in, who is Larry, and Walter shows him the assignment. Yep. And the dude's like, forget about the assignment. Ask him about the money. Yep. He stole the car. Ask yep. him about the car. Ask him about the money. And the kid is just dead silent. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. Yep. So, Walter, once again, gets pissed. Yeah. And he goes out. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Fair. Beautiful. So he goes out, gets a crowbar from the dude's car, and he starts smashing the car. Smashing and yelling and, and screaming. all these lights around the neighborhood pop on. This neighbor comes out. It is not Larry's car. Oops. So the neighbor takes the crowbar and starts destroying the dude's car. Uh, the that car again. Poor car. That's really the unsung hero of the movie. Is this car? It should be just the movie should be called the dude's car. Yep. And it should just, that should be the focus. Dude, where's the dude's car? Write that down. That's a good movie. You can write it down. Okay. Written. Call a, a Kutcher. No, call Kutcher and uh, what's his name? Sean William Scott. We got a we got a remake. To do. do you know dudes wear my car? Dudes wear my car. Dude, where's my car? <laughs> Never mind. That's a movie. So now... It was funny. The dude is back home. My, he, it was funny, not their movie. Anyway, continue. He, so the dude is back home. He is over Walter. He is so annoyed. And he tries to... But hey, they got in and out. He has no windows, but they got in and out. So... Oh, I didn't even notice that, but... Yeah. yeah little success. Him, little success. So he... The Lebowski, because he's tired of people coming into his home, tries to board up the door. And the two men from the beginning... Just open the door and walk right in. It opens the wrong way, dudes. That's what happens when you do drugs. <laughs> so then they bring up Jackie Thornhill. Jackie Treehorn. Tree. Oh, that's okay. Thornhill. Yeah, Treehorn. Close enough. I even had that written down. Treehorn. For some reason, I just fucked that up. It's all good. So we forgive you. So thanks. So then the dude is taken to Jackie Treehorn's place, and you see a naked woman. That's two. 
being jumped up and down. Like some kind of faux trampoline and some very excited guys. Oh, yes. And they were on a beach. They were partying. Mm -hmm. And I said it almost seemed like a cult-like setting. That was just weird. That was very weird. It was kind of like a Hugh Hefner type, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But that was the vibe I was getting from him. So then, who is Jackie Thornhill? He asked the dude where Bunny is. Jackie Treehorn. Fuck. God damn. Whenever you hear Thornhill, just know that Virginia knows it's Treehorn. (laughs) Where am I even getting Thornhill from? I don't know. It's late. We got this. So he asks where Bunny is to the dude. The dude's like, well, I don't have her. You have her. So... But we also learn how ahead of the game that Treehorn is because he's talking about erotic software where 100% electronic porn. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's like fucking future man right there. Yep. Make some bills. So then he gets a call and you see him writing a message on this little notepad mm-hmm. and then he leaves. So the dude is all like, what the fuck? And he runs to see what the message is. And he and does his little spy trick where you yeah. run the, you get the impression of the previous note by using a pencil. And it was a human with a gigantic slong. Slong. Fuck. Slong. Yeah. So who knows why? Because like, that's just where Treehorn's head is at, I guess. I thought it was to distract him. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't quite further explain. Also, wait, just back up a little bit. Yes, backing up. The part that I never understood because it never explains how did Larry's homework get in the back of the dude's car. It never explains it. We will never know. If you know, that's something we actually would like to hear about. Where can they uh, send us that info? You can send us that info at tnv at tvandamovie.com. That is capital T and capital V at tvandamovie.com. Look, you know that we don't want to hear about corrections and your own fun facts, usually. But this is a fervent request to please let us know. So, um, he sees what the message is. Um... And it's, you know, it's a naked person. So Jackie comes back and what does he talk about? Again? Talking about 10 second, 10 second, 10% finder's fee. And the dude's like, hey, Larry Sellers has your money. But then. Wouldn't that be two nudities, technically? I guess, I guess if you want to call the note a nudity, Although that's a drawing. It's explicit. All right, all right. That's three nudities. Why are we saying nudities? Why did you start that? But anyway, three nudities. Um, I'm holding my fingers up to the microphone. Like three. So he comes back and the dude starts acting weird. Yeah. And Stumbling. He's stumbling, falling down, just slurring his words. And then he passes out. And... Cut to the operatic bowling dream, fever dream, sexualized. So there's all these sexual into windows yep. and just a whole For bunch their of- mini film called Gutter Balls, which alludes to log jamming, bowling, Saddam Hussein's back again, endless shoes, endless and shoes. There's dancing and Maude shows up in this Viking uniform. Yep. 
and he's helping her to bowl and he starts soaring down this alleyway and mm -hmm. he's soaring down this alleyway and all these women's legs are open and he's mm -hmm. first he's like head down like superman would be but then he turns himself over so that he can look under or in the girls uh skirts that they're wearing well, i don't know if he's doing it it's just kind of that's where life is well, taking him at the moment that's what's happening but then he turns back over he hits the end of the alley and strike but then the dream goes awry. And the Annihilists are racing after him with huge scissors. Oh no, his Johnson. His Johnson. So, and Cut to real life, running down the freeway. No, 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 no. What did I miss? What did I miss? Once again, that woman is being tossed up into the air. Oh, and I, she's nude. I tried to bypass that. Oh, you're right. Four, four nudities. I was like, that's a repeat nudity. Fair. All right. Five, four nudities. Scene. I'm sorry. Take your scorecard. Take your nudity scorecard out and mark that as one more. So four nudities. So now the dude is running down the street and he's picked up by police. And he's singing branded in the back of the police car. It all ties together. Just like the room. The room. Just like the rug ties the room together. Whoa. Whoa. So now he's in the police station. He's in the Malibu Police Department. Mean. That's what I have here. Mean cop. Yep. So he Trash. says, Treehorn says that he had to eject the dude out of his party mm -hmm. because he was acting erratic. Mm -hmm. And the policeman does not like him. Nope. What a surprise. Police not liking people. Oh. But that's not what we're on right now. No, it's true, of. but that's not what we're on about. So, he said he doesn't like... The dude's jerk-off face, his jerk-off name, his jerk-off behavior. And his jerk-off clothes. And his jerk-off clothes. And the dude's like, hey, um, you know, I want a lawyer. What about my rights? And what does the police officer do? Uh, doesn't he tackle him or throw him to the floor? Clothes, he tosses a coffee mug. Oh, Hits right, him right, in right. the forehead. Right, right. And then. Police brutality. Yes. And, then, and then he tackles him. Fucking fascist. Wink. So then, as opposed to our limo driver earlier, now he's in the back of a taxi with Ving Rhames. Shout out. And, and he asks to change the music. The taxi driver's not having it. He is mad. How could, how could you hate the Eagles? And he's like, well, I just had a rough day and I, I'm, I don't like him. So the taxi driver throws him out because of his music. Taste. To be fair, the Eagles do suck. I don't know. Old person music, I'm, I know. I'm not going to agree or disagree. I'm right, though. So who do we see, though, when he's thrown out of the car? So we see this new red car drive by, and mm -hmm. it's going fast. And it's Bunny in the car. And she's blasting Viva Las Vegas. Yep. And, and they do, for all these foot fetish people out here, ugh. they zoom in on her toes. And she has all ten toes. So wait, so she had 11 toes and they cut one off? No, she had 10 toes oh. and she still has 10 toes. Wow. Well, thank you for keeping track of her toes. I lost count. Is that a nudity? Yes. Toes or nudity? All right. That's five, five. nudities. Not so, really. Oh, okay. And never mind. She was tricking us. So the dude gets back home, apartment is ransacked. And he trips over one of his special contraptions. Oh, dude was trying. He tried. I don't blame him, he is fed up. But Maud walks up to him in a robe and she strips down. Yep. 
Is that another That one? is not a nudity because you don't see any four and a half. What? Wait. Did we say that when she showed him the porn with Bunny in it, that was a nudity? Boom. All right. All right. So we're at five nudity. This is not a nudity, but the porn was. So that's your five nudities right there. Okay. And I said five, so I'm winning. Do you see the dude's butt? No. All right. I didn't think so. Five nudities. The end. So they have sex. Um, Dude smoking a brooch. Yeah. I'm surprised she was okay with that. She seemed too... She seems high strung. Yeah. But I don't know. But then on the other hand, she explains how she's a feminist, but she likes sex. She's very much a contradiction inside a paradox. So who knows what she likes or not likes. Right. So... We learned, a little about the, we learned a little bit about the dude. Yeah. He was one of the Seattle Seven. But really, we don't learn that much about him. No. Seems to be kind of a private guy. Yeah. So then Maude starts to ball up into this weird position mm -hmm. and rock back and forth. She's doing yoga. Right. So the dude brings up Jackie Treehorn, destroying the dude's house for money. He's trying to find it, and he doesn't. And then he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Are yeah. you doing yoga? Yeah. And she explains, um, no, this is for... Um, for... I'm blanking. To uh, increases the chances of conception. Right. He spits out his white Russian. Oh, what a waste of alcohol. Oh, my goodness. But this is where we learn... We're starting to piece that puzzle together. We learn that Lebowski, on his own, has no money. They only have the foundation money for the um, little Lebowski urban achievers. So any money that... Um, Lebowski has has been stolen or misused, mm -hmm. and that's not going to fly. all the money that was made from their family was from their mother. Yes. And uh, so the dude, he's cracked the case, and he calls Walter. Really quick, though. Yeah. Even though she wants to have the dude's baby, she does not want a relationship with him. Yeah. And that's why they had the doctor's appointment to see if the dude would be a good partner for a baby absolutely correct thank you for covering that yep. so, so he calls walter but walter can't drive because it's shabbat so he the dude forces him anyways he's like i don't give a fuck this is an emergency you know how the dude gets walter over he says if the if walter doesn't get him he's off the bowling team you know walter will do anything for the bowling team so while the dude goes out to wait for walter he sees the blue Volkswagen once again. And we find him. Uh, and he approaches him to confront the driver. And you find out he's a private investigator. Mm -hmm. What is he there to investigate? Well, first of all, he thinks the dude is in on it. And he's playing everybody. Whereas the dude's just like hapless and like, I don't know, I'm stumbling into these things. But he is looking for Bunny because Bunny's parents miss her and want to have her back. Mm-hmm. Because she's from this little idyllic, weird, boring farm vista. Where, where is it? Minnesota? I believe Minnesota. Yep. And uh, I don't know. I mean, if you were Bunny, where would you want to be? Not there. Not there. Boring. It looked like um, Little House on the Prairie, Wizard of Oz shit. Like It, it looked like Lizard House. Lizard. Oh, if there was a Lizard House on the Prairie show... <laughs> I'd be all in. But it looked like Little House on the Prairie, but it was like a negative, scary version because yeah. it was like desolate. Yep. So, and during this time too, uh, 
the Volkswagen guy says something about mod, and the dude has to keep saying, uh, don't mess with my lady friend. His fucking lady friend, not his special lady. Right. So then Walter pulls up at this time, and um, it's a shortcut scene, but then you see the Annihilist with a woman at a restaurant. They're ordering food, and it slowly starts to zoom in on her... Uh, on the woman's toe. And it's bandaged up. She's missing a toe. Hmm. Maybe that was the toe in the envelope. What? Also, not a fun fact, but that is Amy Mann, who did the song Voices Carry for Till Tuesday in the 80s and is an accomplished, amazing singer-songwriter on her very own who dabbles in comedy and movies. So anyway, some people find that interesting. You probably do a little bit, but let's get back to that movie. So now it's the dude and Walter back at Lebowski's. They know Lebowski doesn't want Bunny back. They know that there wasn't a million dollars in the briefcase. They know they swapped a ringer for for a ringer. Yes. So money was never in briefcase, and Lebowski was hoping that they would kill Bunny. Mm -hmm. So that then he wouldn't even have to worry about anything to begin with. Side note, the dude goes off on Walter because he's not even fucking Jewish, man. Mm-hmm. And w- because Walter states it wasn't an emergency. Yeah, but Walter's living in the fucking past. I don't think that will ever change about him, though. Probably not. So they pull up to Lebowski's, and the red car that Bunny was driving is crashed in the fountain, still playing Viva Las Vegas. That's a long song. That is a long song. I'm, she probably just had it on repeat because she was in, like, Las Vegas mode. Probably. Whoa, hold it. She's back home. She is back home. And she's dancing around. And she's naked. I was just going to say, That's six, six nudities, folks. We did it. We said They said it couldn't be done. So <laughs> she went to Palm, Scr- Palm Springs to visit friends and never told anyone. But did she? Probably not. No. That was just their cover because they felt bad because they got caught in a lie. Yep. So... They, Walter, and the dude go to confront Lebowski about the money because Lebowski tried to blame it on the dude that he stole the money or he kidnapped money. Because the dude was like, why do you keep asking me to do these things? Because I'm a fuck up. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously why. And, you know, it's like, yeah, that's true. But again, the dude stumbled into it and solved it. And the good guys win, the bad guys lose. Well, I don't know. I don't know who's good or bad here. I think a lot of bad guys win. But the dude ultimately gets taken care of in the end in a good way. So at this point, once again, shocker, Walter gets angry. And uh, he thinks Lebowski is lying about being handicapped. Why would he think that? I... Because it's Walter. Because he knows people that have been handicapped due to the war, and he's lying. He knows so much about Vietnam. Almost to the point where I legit would not have been surprised if the dude turns to Walter at some point and said, You weren't even in Vietnam, dude! But he was. So he picks him up. Walter picks Lebowski up, mm-hmm. and he drops him. And it does you, not work well. No, because you find out he really can't walk. Shocker. And then the ex-wife dog licks him, adding insult to injury. Just messy all around. Yep. So once again, we're back at the bowling alley. Donnie misses the strike. Foreshadowing. So Walter is going on this rant. The dude's painting his nails with liquid paper. And 
Jesus comes up and screams at Walter about not being able to do the tournament on Saturday because of Walter's day of rest. But he will fuck his ass on Wednesday. Yep. Mm -hmm. So Donnie, the dude, and Walter walk out of the bowling alley. And there's the nihilists again. And you see, once again, that poor, poor car is on fire. But it's it's like, you killed my fucking car. The car's gone. Yeah. Peace. So they still want money, even though... They knew that they didn't have the money. More foreshadowing, too. This is probably the calmest Walter has been with Donnie throughout the I whole know, movie. Right? He tells him not to worry. Oh, yes. nothing will happen to you. They're just faking. Yes. You'll be fine. Yes. Wink. Um, so the Niles realize they got called out because there's no kidnapping. And they're like, well, give us all the money you have and we'll go. And I think together, Walter had four something. Walter didn't say, but oh, the, the dude, dude had, had four. Fours. And Donnie had 18, so a total of $22 it's that just, we know of. So you know, that's pretty close to a million. So Walt, you would take it, right? It was clo- I'd, I'd take 18 bucks, 1,000%. $22. I would do it for 18. I'd okay. do it for a buck 50. Okay. Well, I'm poor. So because they didn't have the million dollars, they just told him to take the money that they had. And Walter stands and- on principle. He's like, fuck no. It's like, this is my money. Fuck you. So, um, the Annihilus, they're just like, well, we're going to rob you anyways. One of them has a sword. One of them has... Um, Walter takes that bag. Is that his bowling ball bag? I think so, yeah. Whips one of it. Whips that bag into one of the guy's stomachs. And he's like coughing on the floor. He takes the sword guy, knocks the sword out of his hand, bites his ear off. Yep. Takes a toolbox to the other, basically a one-person wrecking crew, while the dude's like, ah, trying to flail and survive. Yep. And then we hear, man down, man down. Who, where's the shot? Where's the shot? And Walter's like, there was no gunshot. So you see that Donnie is having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And then, cut to... In this case, you really can say, fuck off, Donnie. Yeah, he definitely fucked off. So now they're at the funeral home. Yep. Um, An urn is $180. And that... That's too much for them. When Well, it's too much for me. When I die, where are you going to put my ashes? In the brownies, remember? That's right. Wink. Wink. So, they're arguing with the funeral director, saying, this is too much. We're only spreading his ashes. Do you have anything cheaper? So, they decide to put his ashes in a coffee can. They go back wow. to Rouse. They go to the cliff. Walter gives a speech about who knows what. About Vietnam. And all the different. Fucking weird shit. Yes. And he doesn't even spread his ashes. Like, he doesn't even let the dude spread it. He just dumps it. And it because of the wind, it all flies back onto Walter and Mm -hmm. the dude. Wow, that's how I want to be remembered. We also learn of note is Donnie's first name is Theodore. And he loved the Pacific Ocean. So, I guess that's all our Donnie backstory we need. I guess that's nice. But the dude, last straw. He's, he's had it. But he's like, what the fuck? Why'd you have to bring up Vietnam? But Walter like, basically melts down. He's like apologetic and he hugs the dude. Yeah. I think he realizes, oh, I pushed the dude too far. I have fucked up. Yeah. So then Walter's like, well, let's go bowling. Fuck it, man. Let's go bowling. Of course. Where else would you want to go after one of your best friends died? So we learn it's the night before the league game. Um, Western man's back. Yep. And like... Th- 
isn't it the Western song again, or is it? It is the same Western song. Okay. That's his cue when he comes so up. So it's dude and the Western dude, and uh, I don't even know what the Western dude's the talking about. Dude's tell, the dude's tell the Western man is telling the dude take it easy, and the dude says the dude abides. That's like his motto. People have taken that for dudeism, his religion. That's what they say is yep. the dude uh, the dude abides, and he's like, wow. The dude abides. So That's he's kind of... a good kinda, quote to live by. It is a good quote to live by. There could be worse. What's our quote that we live by? Fuck shit up. <laughs> no, that's mine. I don't know. That's yours. I don't know. Mine is, please mine let is, it be over soon. Please let me cry in peace. Please let me cry in peace. That's a good one. Let me write that down. So, But the Western man kind of just ties everything up in a bow. Yep. He gives his final monologue. And he talks about some other stuff, but the most important thing that you find out is that there's a little Lebowski on the way. He said, we lose Donnie, but we gained a little Lebowski. So it's kind of like the ebb and flow of the world. And then he says, hope you enjoyed yourself. We'll find out if Virginia and I enjoyed it. But first, we have to cut to... Do you want to say it or am I going to say it? I want to say it. All right, you say it. Hillies, Michael, Scotts, Dunder Mifflin, Scranton, Meredith Palmer, Memorial Celebrity Rabies Awareness Pro-Am Fun Run Race for the Cure. Random Office Quotes. Boom. Take it away, Hilly. The Business Bitch. Oh, we've missed, we've missed that office quote, haven't we? We've missed Hilly. We've missed Hilly. Um, how far along in the office are you? Like season two. So you still got seven seasons to go. Seven and a half. What's wrong? You made me start on the first season. Yeah. Not ruined it for me. Oh, all right. I guess that's fair. But you had to get the setup. Now you're getting into the good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, folks... This is what the podcast has been missing. We have music. We have motherfucking theme songs. We talk about doing them. They're done. On here? Oh. We've talked about doing them because we oh. sing for each segment, but we don't have to because Dot Homler has kicked out the jams for us. Is that what you could say? No. We've rocked and rolled and strutted and strolled. I swear you, you come up with a new saying every podcast. Well, here's my new every saying. Every episode. Every episode? What's my catchphrase this episode? <laughs> Should be jamming. I did not say that. Whatever you said. <laughs> I did not say that. This music, bussin' bussin', I'm going to run that in the ground. I love that so much. I'm a youth. <laughs> oh, God. But... Speaking of views, I don't say that. Well, you should. No, it's stupid. Well, what do you say? It's funny. Like it's it's so stupid that it's funny. Okay, that's fair. But here's something that's not so stupid. It's funny. Pretty good, huh? Dot Homler with the Fun Facts theme song. Hit it.
Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. What's wrong? Oh my god. Didn't that wake you up? Woo! Killed me. Let's do it. Ow, ow, ow! Time for some fun facts and cheddar fucking things up. Gotta love him. No, you don't. Our podcast has ruined everything. Just kidding. He's a good boy. You know, this is probably he why got he doesn't a big like fat you. ass. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, now he's dancing. Now he's dancing because he's happy about fun facts. So, but enough about Cheddar. They can't see him. Maybe they see his face a lot. And that's about it. But right now you're going to see. All this curly hair. Quit talking about him. We're doing a podcast. But on his tummy. Look yes, I see he's got curly hair. He's going to bite me. Speaking of biting, how many segues do I have to do? Oh. Speaking of biting, we're going to do some biting commentary by talking about fun facts. Are you ready? Yeah. You have to let me know if these are fun. I know they're facts. Okay. Before each scene, Jeff Bridges would ask the Cohen brothers... Did the dude burn one on the way over? And if the answer was yes, he would rub his knuckles into his eyes to make them appear bloodshot. Now, that's dedication. I never thought he was bloodshot. Well, we didn't look that close at his eyes. I'm sure it's subtle. It's hard to make your eyes bloodshot just by rubbing your knuckles into them. Actually, ugh. That makes my eyes hurt. Cheddar. That's not cool. Oh. Okay. Cheddar has left the building. I mean, it is cool because, I don't know, because that's dedication, I guess. Yes. I just never noticed it. Yeah, I like the dedication, but that's why you're here to talk about fun facts. So that's not a fun fact because you didn't tell. Or it's kind of a fun fact because of dedication. You don't have to rate them. Lay down. Here we go. In an early draft of The Big Lebowski, the dude was the heir, 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 heir. He was the heir to the money from the inventor of the Rubik's Cube. What? You know the Rubik's Cube, right? Where you go twisty, twisty, and line up in an early draft. That's why the the dude had money, because he was an heir to the Hungarian inventor of Rubik's Cube. That makes no sense to the sh- movie. Well, that's why it was an early draft and they dumped it. Okay. I feel the dude has money somewhere. How does he do anything? Well, he can't even pay his rent, so... Oh, that's true. I feel there's some eccentricities there. No? That's a good point. He can't pay anything. Well, in an early draft, he could pay things. But how that would not be funny. Okay. Okay. Except... In the dream sequence, quit looking at the fun facts. That's oh, cheating. I can't even read your handwriting. Okay, good. So. What do you mean it's good handwriting? I can read it. Look, look, listener, as I hold this up to the microphone, look how good that is. Except in his fantasy dream sequence, you never see the dude bowling. He's always, <laughs> see? They're like, wait. <laughs> no, he's always just sitting there. That's Talking. You see Donnie bowl. Do you see Walter Bowl? Actually, do you see Walter Bowl? I don't know. Write to us at TNV at TV and a movie.com. That is capital T and capital V at TV and a movie.com. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> we got to bring we got to bring this fun facts vibe to it, baby. Okay. Donnie, our buddy Donnie. Good guy. Yeah. Donnie's a good guy. He wears personalized bowling shirts, but they never say Donnie. They always say a different name. Oh yeah. Name. I've seen that and I always wondered why. That's why it's just another little quirk from the movie. Okay, now here's some numbers. Are you ready for numbers? I know you're a fan of math. Sure. All right. The dude drinks nine white Russians. Mm, that sounds good. Are we going to have white Russians after? Oh, we don't want to spoil movie snacks. That might come up. Because what other food is there? He says man 147 times. Oh, my God. Man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Um, in everyone, in the, that was good English, in everyone in the movie, you hear the word fuck. Why did I write F word? We all know what it is. The word fuck or a variant thereof 292 times. So how long was this movie? Like two, two hours? Minutes. So 120 minutes? So literally two and a half times... Two and a half times a minute, you would hear the word fuck. Does it seem like it? No. I can think of a few instances, but we'll have to watch it again and recount it. Are you up for that? Why are you rolling your eyes? We've already watched it like three and a half times. Well, if you'd stay awake, we're done now. It's done. We're doing it. All right? stayed awake. You stayed awake. We took notes. We're back, baby. Back for the attack, as Dokken would say. That's good music. We gotta listen to some 80s hair metal later. Yeah? Some priest. Some Dokken. Yeah! Throw them horns. Yeah! What the hell are you talking about? Throw in the horns, the goat horns, the devil. The devil, except for Striper. To hell with the devil. Thank you, Striper. Um, you hear the word dude 161 times. But only one of those was written in the script. <laughs> Everybody else just said it. That's funny. Here's the funnest fact of all. I have a connection to this movie because I drove Tara Reed, Bunny, in this movie. Star of Sharknado, one of your faves. Um, I drove uh, American Pie. You probably haven't seen that. I drove her to the airport, and what a trip. She was the most, probably the most Hollywood of Hollywood people I've ever seen, talking about relatable stories like, you know, going to the islands for a wedding. And for some reason, she thought I was inviting myself to it. And just, yeah. She was just out there. What'd you say to her? No, I was just like, she was talking about how everyone's coming to this wedding. I'm like, that's cool. And she kind of was like, well, you know, not you, but something along those lines. It was weird. She was talking about money and just non- don't say non-human things, that's rude, but just non-every-person things. And for her, they were common. Not a bitch. No, I wouldn't go that far. She's just in Not you. No, I wasn't talking about me. No. I'm just saying she was... I know, but... Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you about this thing, and as soon as you tell me it's cool, no, no, you can't go. I I wasn't inviting myself, so... Right. Like I said, she's in her own little... Hollywood world. La, she's a little la-la in la-la land. Why do they call it la-la land? Do you ever think about that? No. 
Let's think about that. Hmm. I don't know. So anyway, that's probably enough of... Probably because they're so rich that they have nothing else to think about besides money. Is Lala slang for money? No, but like they're in their own world there. Oh, I see. That makes sense. But anyway, that's my fun facts. Were they fun? Sure. Wow. I can't tell. Some of them are just dumb. All right. Well, I like, feel... They just didn't make sense. What didn't make sense? The fucking Rubik's Cube shit. Okay. In an early draft, he was heir to the... To the Rubik's Cube money. Who but they likes Rubik's Cubes? I played Rubik's Cube. I could solve a fucking Rubik's Cube. I could solve a Rubik's Cube in like two minutes and 15 seconds back in eighth grade. Yeah? Pretty cool, huh? I've never been able to solve a Rubik's Cube. Well, you're dumb. Late. I've been taught how to. I can't do it, though. Well, ladies, I'm single, so. No, 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 no. I have to give them the okay first. But they're going to come clamoring after they hear, I could solve a Rubik's you Cube. Could. could you still? No. <laughs> like 40 years ago, I was ace at solving a Rubik's Cube. So ladies, how can they email us <laughs> with their marriage proposals? You can email us your wedding resume at... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. A wedding resume? Engagement resume. Who sends out a resume like, this is why I am right for the marriage. Number one, I marry too much. I'm I'm too early. I, um, I love hunting and fishing and camping. Ugh. Oh, you can... Swipe. You can um, dress up like a deer and hunter for uh, Halloween. Oh, that's a good idea. Whoever marries me, we have to do joint costumes that are utterly ridiculous. Ketchup and mustard would be pretty cool, though. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. Okay, we can do those. But uh, anyway, enough of the wedding resume. Where would they send that? To T and V at TV and a movie.com. That is capital T and capital V at TV and a movie.com. Don't interrupt me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's funny how you're barely talking this segment and I interrupted you one of the few times you're talking. Why don't you tell something to the audience, like some kind of fun fact that you think is fun? Um, I, okay, I passed. My microbiology class with a high C. Yeah, you're a pirate. High C's, baby. Mm-hmm. That was good, huh? And I thought I was going to get a, like, fail, so. But my joke was funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> but enough of fun facts. Let's cue song number two. Oh, uh, hello, sir. What can I get for you? Yeah, I'll have the, uh, can I get the roast beef, some chicken, I'll take the pizza combo, the sweet potato. Has this ever happened to you? Fret not. Here at Movie Snacks, Troy and Virginia are here to give you their hand-picked selections curated to provide you with the best viewing and snacking experience. Never struggle with the decision again. We're here to help at Movie Snacks. Now that explains our next segment in full. It also reminds me of, what are you doing? Why do you have laces in front of your face? Oh my God. 
She's this movie was hard for her to get through. We'll find out about the ratings. I don't even know if she's going to rate it, but she's very distracted. Maybe next week when we get to your movie. What's my movie? Oh yeah, we can't talk. Listen about next it on episode, here. and you'll find out. Let me tell you all the movies that are surprises. So anyway, <laughs> the next movie we do is Mandy again. Don't tell. Oh her. no. Okay, movie snacks. That song also reminds me of Deandra from Most Popular Girls Deandra. in School. Deandra. I can't do it very well. That's my goal, to do a good Deandra impersonation. But look up Most Popular Girls in School. You'll see it done a little worse than Dot. But you'll still see it episode two or th- I think it's episode three. But anyway, what would our movie snacks be for this movie? I think it's painfully obvious because does anybody even eat food in this movie? Yes. Where? What do they eat? Well, let's just say the obvious one first. Yes. White Russians. White Russians. Of course. Also known as Caucasians? No, I don't want to ask I thought they said... No, I thought they said that. I'm a minor. I don't know the drinks nowadays. Okay. What? What? First of all, White Russians. Absolutely. We would get fucking drunk movie snacking at this movie. What is your drink of choice? Four loco. No. White Claw. Sour. Amaretto Stone Sour. Sour. The most sweet drink there is. You might as well just drink orange juice and They're pretend to get sweet. drunk. They're sour. Actually, I don't like... Just Amaretto Sours, not the stone. Okay. not th- What is the stone? Oh, the orange juice. Oh, okay. I don't know. I haven't had... That was like one of my first alcohol drinks, and I haven't had one since. And that was like last year. So... Why do you always give these looks? We need to turn this into video podcasts. I'm just not going to call out your looks because you just need to say what you're feeling. How's that sound? You can't say what you're feeling if you don't feel anything. Oh, that's a very good point. Yikes. Once again, you've hit the nail on the head and proven why you're the star of the podcast. We should just cut out all of me mm-hmm. and keep in your... I'm sure Justin would be okay with that. Oh, Justin loves Virginia. Justin, another shout-out. That reminds me. We need to give Justin a shout-out because I haven't had the time. You said his name. A few episodes back, we asked you for your bird pictures. And Justin sent us a bird picture. It was the best bird picture we've ever received. Yes. We love birds, and we love Justin. Thank you for the picture. I'll be posting that on social media. And, um... We should print it, and we should frame it, mm-hmm. like in the Listener Hall of Fame, Okay, which Justin is the first um, inductee. All right. There you go. Justin wins for burb pick. But we're not here to talk about burbs either, because they would make a bad movie snack, unless they're fried chicken. But no, you're not eating fried chicken during this movie. White Russians. The other one... That is not so obvious, but just because of the location, bowling alley food. I was going to say that bowling alley food. What do we eat at the bowling alley? Um, pretzels. Pretzels. Pizza. Pizza. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Beer. I guess they technically have, beer is a food. They have beer. They I do. wouldn't drink it, but... They, they do have uh, beer. What else do they have? How about... Nachos. Oh, yeah, nachos. Mm-mm-mm. Good. Peanut, well, at their bowling alley, they had peanuts. Did they? Yeah, when the Western guy and the dude were talking. Smokey? Peanuts. Oh. Is that his name? 
I don't remember. Smokey? I don't think he had a name. But, um, yes, peanuts. So, bowling alley food. How about, I don't want to say half and half. That's not really food. That's kind of in the white Russian. Well, but how about... What I was going to say, which is only in one scene. Yes. In and out. In and out burger. Holy shit, I forgot. You cracked the code. I've never been there. It's good. Is it better than Whataburger? Yes. Okay. I love Whataburger, but Whataburger is a little overrated. In and out is excellent. Yeah, Whataburger is just like any other. I mean, I've only been there the one time. But... Right. It's good. It's a solid burger. But um, last one for movie snacks, weed. That's not a food. It's but kind it will help us eat all that food we're about to get. Oh, that's true. Get the munchies, baby. Wow, man. We're going to eat all the weed, man. Virginia hasn't touched that either, have you? Let's no. tell a story about Virginia and weed. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Ooh. If you email us at TNV at TV and a movie, that's capital T and capital V at TV and a movie, maybe I'll tell you the story. No, I won't. I'll have you tell it. No, we won't. No. <laughs> Practicing my DeAndre again. No. But uh, that's movie snacks. Are you down? Are we going to, I don't know, we're going to be drunk leaving the theater. And that's why we need a cab. What is cab food? Bananas? I don't know. Because they're yellow? I don't know. I wouldn't want to eat in a cab. I wouldn't want to eat anything I found in a cab. That's nasty. But, you know, one of the things we agreed on uh, in future episodes? What? To be shorter. Oops. Oops. I don't think I ever promised that. You promised that. That's true. And it never works out. But, uh, this is good shit. It's just... That movie was so detailed, we had a lot to talk about. And we actually were breezing through trying to go fast. Speaking of fast, I don't know what is fast about this, but it just sounded good. It's time for Best and Worst. And another theme by Dot. Go. That's not her. Anyway, this is her Go Go Gadget Best and Worst. Boing. Go Go Gadget. Go Go. Wait. Mr. Gadget. What is that? You can tell me after Dot's amazing theme for best and worst. Pow. Spoiler alert. It's the best. Wow. If you're stuck with a frown because life has got you down, feels like you're never gonna come in first. I'll just take a look around, take stock in what you found, and take a little in the best and the worst. Best and worst. That song had a little best and had a little worst, like any movie we watch. Also, instead of Mr. Gadget, she meant to say, Inspector Gadget. Go, Gadget, go. Should I just keep singing? No, you can stop. Should I have Dot do a Inspector Gadget cover? She would rock it if she did. Yeah, she can do it. All right, best and worst. What is your worst about the movie? Um, oh. They never found out why or how Larry's homework got in the car. 
So you were mad about... Yeah, they never talk about it. You were mad that that was kind of like a plot hole where you just wanted some resolution on that. Yeah, because they made it such a big thing, and then it was like, well, what the fuck? Oh, that's a fuck. That could be in the movie. What the fuck? What the fuck? It probably was in the movie. My like, worst... Oh, sorry. For, like, for Please real, continue. Though, how did his homework end up? In his car. Seriously, that's something we want to know that you can send her email address, which we're not going to say now because we've said it a lot if you don't know it by now. What is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. What the fuck? What? Deandra, what's your worst? Deandra. What's your worst? My worst is... I had one earlier, but I got to go with the, the basic one is when Donnie dies... Fucking Donnie. Poor Donnie. The unsung hero of the movie. And then he just dies out of nowhere. And, uh, it's scary. Oh, that's a fun fact. Did when, he die in real life? Yeah. He, he, actually, he actually died on set and they filmed it. No, when he's bowling right before that, he misses the pin for an easy shot. And it's kind of like, uh-oh, what's up with Donnie? And then, boom, that's what's up. He dies. Uh, sigh. But, let's, what? <laughs> let's cheer everybody up. I'm sorry. Steve Buscemi is not really dead. Um, uh-oh. No, no, as of this recording, he's not dead. He's going to live forever. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. That's like nightmare for us. But golden for him. How about... Your best. Um, my best is the fuck off, Donnie. Every time Walter says it, it just like was like, yeah, fuck off, Donnie. Why, Donnie was trying. It's funny. It's fu- okay. I thought you were like mad and you wanted Donnie to fuck off. No, it's Walter's hilarious in the worst kind of way. Yes, he's also fucking annoying. Walter. Yeah. yeah, but he's hilarious for the movie, but good God, I'd known a couple of Walters in my time. Oh, oh my God. Just I've quiet. never met a Walter. I hope you don't. But yeah, I'd probably be like, bro, get the fuck away from me. Bro. Bro. Okay, my best is the one-person play that the landlord puts on. I was going to say that, too. That was a close second. So good. First of all, his, like... The dude just saying he'll get to the rent, and the landlord's like, oh, like, the landlord is obsessed with the dude. And he's like, are you going to come to my play? And you know what, though? Stand-up guy, the dude was there. And oh, it was bad and glorious at the same time. So, good on you, landlord Jones. He probably has a name. They probably say it. But landlord Jones, you crushed it. You win the Troy's Best Award. Virginia, I got a surprise for you. I don't want it. But it's best podcast host with Troy best. Huh? You still don't want it? not saying much. My? No, you have a good best. (laughs) Okay. You win the award. I'm going to take your TV off the shelf and put your award there so you can look at that because that's better than any TV. Uh Uh-uh. What would our award look like? <laughs> dumbass Cheddar. Big th- Cheddar making his dumbass face. 
would be a big thumbs down. It would be a big thumbs down. You got to get a picture of Cheddar in his dumbass face for our audience. They need to see that. Speaking of what they need to see, and by see, I mean here, let's go to our final segment, our second to final statement, which is not a statement, but a segment. Bail me out here. I'm crashing and burning. No, no, you got it. Okay, I got it. Our second to final segment, not statement, is a little something we call... Final ratings. Final ratings. Dot, take it away again. Final ratings. Yeah. Final ratings, baby. What are we going to rate this movie on? That's always your... I always let you do that because you're always so deft at that. We are going to do it based off of bowling balls. Bowling balls. I really thought you were going to go with white Russians. No, we slammed that too hard. We did. We did slam that too hard. I agree with you. That's a good call. See... You're getting into the flow of things. When I die, and this becomes V in a movie, movie is what it'll be called then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be ready to spread your wings and fly with the angels of podcast heaven. And people will like it because A, it'll be 10 minutes and B. Yeah, for real. I just be like. <laughs> Hey guys, um, I did this show, or I watched this movie, and um, it was fine. Okay, it's... bye. <laughs> if you want to check out best and worst and fun facts, look it up yourself, you fucking idiot. <laughs> bye. Make, Here's my make, ne- make the educated guess for yourself what you would like. Here's I'm my... not going to tell you what you want to need. <laughs> Here's my final rating. Fuck you. Here's my music spotlight. Fuck you. See ya. Nailed it. All right. You'll probably do better. Everybody loves you. I know. You'll probably be more popular. People will listen. Oh, V in a movie. Did you hear V in a movie? Where she watched Gladiator and then she told everybody to fuck off? Oh, so good. Have you seen Gladiator? No. Yeah. So final ratings. On a scale of one to ten bowling balls, what do you rate? Tell me about this movie and why you rate it the way you do. Um, well, as Dad said, it was hard for me to get through. Um, it was just, you know, just very much one of those, okay, we're going, uh, to give this guy a problem, and she's gonna think he has it under control, and then another problem, and then he thinks he has it under control, and then, yet again, another problem. And I kinda hate movies like that. Don't, not hate, hate's too strong of a word for this. Um. Save your hate for, like, Nazis. Nazis deserve hate. This movie hate. just like I don't like it. Give my hate to Nazis and Dad. Um, hey, wait a second. Why do you hate Nazis? Kidding, kidding. Nazis suck. Anyway, please continue. Um, but there was a lot of funny parts during it too. Um, so I'm rating this like the fuck Donnie, Chef's kiss. Um, <laughs> 
I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. You know, that's pretty good, considering you didn't like the premise of the movie with all the twists and turns. Like, I did, but watching it more than once was too much for me. Fair. Well, now you can choose to never watch it again. Thank God. What if your best friend said, let's watch this movie? Would you say no? I'd probably fall asleep during it. Yeah, that tracks. Anyway, my final ratings, you almost said best to worst again. My final ratings are, first of all, this is a cult classic. People love this movie. People are already mad at you for giving it a seven. They will say, how dare you? That's A lot of people think Before this is... Before you told me about this movie, yeah. I never even heard of it. Well, some people... First of all, like I said, it's a cult classic. But for a lot of people, I know this is their most favorite movie. Right? Everybody's allowed opinions, but... Not if the, they're wrong. Well, the dude has his own religion based on him. That's how popular he is. Dudism. You want to become a member of the Dudism Church? Like, what would what would be tenets of a religion based on the dude? I mean, be cool. I, I don't want to get too much into religion because... You don't want to get too I, much in this fake religion. Because I'd be a fucking bitch comparing it to other religions. Well, I'm not saying compared to other religions. I'm just asking what this religion would be. You know what? Fuck it. Bowling. Fuck it. That's your answer to everything. Fuck it. <laughs> huh? It's pretty good. It would be based off of bowling and white Russians and... I think it's more the tenets of the dude being chill and, you know, like, that's your opinion, man. And having sex with hot artists. You know, as one does. But anyway, it is a cult classic. I enjoy it. It's a little too heady for me, too. I think it's funny and there's lots of funny parts, but... um, I don't know. I find myself... I can watch it and not fall asleep and I enjoy it, but also... Um, I'm not like, ooh, it's, it's there, it's great, but not great enough to get a higher rating. Virginia always says I give a 10 to everything. I'm not going to give this a 10. I'm going to give it a 9.9. Just kidding. I'm going to give it a 7.8. What? too specific. I'm sorry. I'll round up and give it an 8. Is that better? Yes. For a total of... 15. You're always so good at that. Hey, guess what else is good? Talking into the microphone. 15! Thank you. Sorry, I'm giving my dog attention because you say I never do it. Yeah, well, you know what else they say you don't do is speak up so they can hear you. That's something else we need to improve upon. We're not there yet. Stop it. Don't make faces at me. So it's 15 out of 20. Respectable. It's no Mandy, but... Your lowest rating to date. But it could be and worse. that was being nice. And that was being nice. That's because you can't rate a movie zero. You gave it a two. But we're not here to talk about Mandy. Oh, we've never made that rule before. I could rate a movie zero. I always say one to ten. I, I will allow you to rate a movie zero if you need to. But this is not a zero. This is a 15. You know what else is not a zero? Man, I'm just killing it with the, uh, with the segues today. But we have a music spotlight from a band that is called Overworry. What is Overworry? Well, 
I'm not sure I understand the question. I think a more fair and unbiased way to phrase it would be, how is overworry? The answer is most likely, not well by the sound of things. Overworry. <laughs> oh no. It's you saying yay all over again. <laughs> yay! <laughs> Overworry are a three-piece band from Champaign, Illinois that play emotive, hardcore music. On the EP, Kenny Cares, you hear the sound of the band really finding their identity bit by bit as these songs come together. The intention is that even if these aren't necessarily pristine sounding tracks, the overall sound is an honest representation of what the members felt and where the band was at when they started writing songs together. While varied in overall style, each track is tied together with distinct songwriting style that sincerity comes through in each aspect, from the raw, throaty vocals of the fuzzy bass tone. Overworry are Ash Smith, Dot Homler, and Tyler Allen, and their first EP, Extended Play. Kenny Cares is available as a free, we like free, download at overworry.bandcamp.com What's that address again? That is overworry.bandcamp.com You're so good at reading reading and repeating. Barely. So barely. <laughs> well, that's this whole podcast. It shouldn't be called TV to movie. It should just be called Barely. <laughs> but anyway, woo! That was fun, huh? We did it. Woo. Three times we woo. tried. We did it. We were ready to move on. Woo. That means we get to move on to your movie. Oh, my. And then mine, I don't know how that movie is. Ooh, I do you'll know. Time. We'll talk after. But right now, we're done. Woo. That means we get to move on to your movie. Oh, my. And then mine, I don't know how that movie is. Ooh, I do you'll know. Time. We'll talk after. But right now, we're done. Woo. You never have to watch this movie again. Thank God. And some people are mad at you. Whatever. Some people are always mad at me. You want to know what I have to say about the people that hate me? Oh, no. I'm Fuck ready. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I knew that was coming. But you're just saying that because there's a lot of fuck in the movie, right? No. Fuck them. Nope. But, okay. Fuck some of them. All of them. Fuck, like, three of our 14 listeners. If you hate me, then fuck you. What if they like you? Then... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, but with a smile. But, speaking of smiling, you're smiling that we're done. What is with me and the segways? I'm a fucking segway machine. But, uh, that's it. I hope you're enjoying this. Hope you're enjoying the TV shows, which we started afterwards to get rid of that pesky intermission. And let us go bowling. Into the movies. Strike. We did it. Yeah. What's a perfect score in bowling? Do you 300. know? 300. 300. That's us, baby. We scored a 300. Turn those lights Take off. Take off like 100 for effort. <laughs> Me, last time I bowled, it was like 119. My highest when I was bowling bowling was like 247. I don't remember my highs because I don't care enough. Probably negative five. No. You probably threw the ball behind you. No, I, this is not wee bowling. I'm a pretty good bowler once I get into it. Like the first game is my warm up and then right. I'm good. All right. We're going to go bowling. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Come back. Oh, we need to give them the little speech. Rate, 
review, subscribe, like, follow us on social media, share us, get everything out there. Follow us on social media. See, we're a little rusty, but we got social media. What are we on on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and TikTok? TV and movie. What is our email address? TNV at TVNMovie.com. That is capital T and capital V at TVNMovie.com. What is your social security number and your mother's maiden name and your favorite pet? That's what you're going to tell us next time on... Ooh, TV and a movie! See you, dudes. You've been listening to TV and a movie. Starring Virginia. And Troy. Editing by Andrew Dudich. Fashion by me. There's no fashion. This is a podcast. Logo by Sam O, a.k.a. HRH Bunny. You can find her on Twitter at HRH Bunny or on Instagram at HRH underscore Bunny. Makeup done by me. There, again, this is a podcast. There's no makeup. Our theme song is TV Head by the Fantastic Plastics. You can find out everything about them by visiting thefantasticplastics.com. Special thanks to Ultimate Podcast Superfan Extraordinaire Esquire the Third Kelly Pelesny. And Hilliam M. Butlicker. Copyright TV and a movie. Directed by me. Oh, I'm done.
that wasn't her toe, dude. <laughs> Whose toe was it, Walter? How the fuck should I know? I do know that nothing about it indicates... Well, the nail polish, Walter. Fine, dude. Because it's impossible to get some nail polish applied to someone else's toe. S- someone else's? Where the fuck are they going to get... You want a toe? I can get you a toe. Believe me. There are ways, dude. What? You what? don't want to know about it. Believe me. Yeah, but Walter... Hell, I can get you a toe by 3 o'clock this afternoon with nail polish. Fucking amateur. Walter... They sent us a toe? We're supposed to shit ourselves with fear? Jesus Christ. Walter. Now the point is... They're gonna kill her, Walter, and then they're gonna kill me. Dude, that's... That's just the stress talking, man. Now so far, we have what appears to me to be a series of victimless crimes. What about the toe? Forget about the fucking toe! Excuse me, sir. Could you please keep your voices down? This is a family restaurant. Oh, please, dear. For your information, the Supreme Court has roundly rejected prior restraint. This is not a First Amendment thing, man. If you don't calm down, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Lady, I got buddies who died face down in the muck so that you and I can enjoy this family restaurant. All right, I'm out of here. Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. Your basic freedoms! I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee.